Welcome to Murder She Don't, the movie podcast where we watch horror films because he likes them and she don't. But then we talk about them because she likes talking and he does too, as long as it's about a horror movie. Hey, we're back. Yeah. How you doing? I'm. I don't have COVID no more. Yeah, we skipped a week because you had COVID. I did. And I still have like some sort of lung infection or something where I'm coughing a lot. So hopefully we. Yeah, but you never tested positive for COVID. I was I so mad. I was also very you... grateful because it was the girl's birthday. So yeah, you had COVID twice in one year. Stop I'm doing that for real. I'm just waiting for shingles to come back around. Yeah. Because God damn it. Anyway. We watched The Martian. We did, hoping that we were going to have a guest speaker, but um, he's in the room. He just refuses to talk. Actually, he went out for a cigarette, I think. Oh, well. <laughs> he knew you were going to talk shit about him, so he ran away. <laughs> but yes, we watched The Martian. Uh, it is directed by Ridley Scott, uh, screenplay by Drew Goddard, and based on the novel The Martian by Andy Weir. Yay. And not weird. Not weird. Weir. Weir. Because honestly, Andy Weir, like he he's 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 thought about this, mm-hmm. maybe even studied mm-hmm. some. And this has a ridiculously research. stacked cast. Like, I, yes, of course it has Matt, Matt Damon, Matt Damon, uh, Jessica Chastain. I think this Kristen might be. Wig, yes, um, uh, Jeff Daniels, Michael Pena, that Sebastian girl that Stan, was in *Halt and Catch Fire*. Uh, uh, oh, what is her name? It's um. Oh my god, I can't think of her, the actress, actress's name. It's, hold on, I will find it, I will find it. Uh, no, not Kate Mara, because she's the one who was the astronaut. Yeah. Mackenzie Davis. Mackenzie Davis. Yes, if you haven't seen Halt and Catch Fire, unfortunately, you can't. Um, yeah, it's basically, <laughs> I, it might be I streaming think, on like AMC or something. Oh my god, we're going to have to buy, from. yeah, we're going to have to buy, like, we have every streaming service. Yeah. Except for that annoying. one. And it's... Uh, we're we're gonna have to get it. Yeah, when it was so on can... Netflix, it was a great like. It was, it was so, so good. good. Watch, but... It was so good. Anyway, really like anyway, you uh, can buy the first season on on Amazon. So uh, this is one of your weeks. So do we need yeah. to do a content warning on this one? I mean, uh, if you don't like space movies, um, I mean, spoiler alert, big spoiler. It 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 ends with him coming back to Earth. So yeah. like it's. <laughs> It's funny because I feel the same way about this movie as I do Apollo 13. Apollo 13, of course, is based on actual events. Mm-hmm. And I I knew going in that it had a happy ending. But, like, it's still the fact that there was still tension to be had and to be built. I was like, ooh. Um, I didn't know going into the first watch of The Martian, which was not this time. Yeah. This is the second time, uh, that it had a happy ending. But mm-hmm. um, I was glad because a lot of these these space movies where somebody gets abandoned on on the face of a planet and like it ends in death and destruction and starving to death and it's that's just not a pretty way to go but matt Matt damon stays alive Mm -hmm. okay he he makes it back to earth um but sometimes barely but yeah but he there there's still tension to be had here i think Mm -hmm. so if you don't like space tension is that a thing? I have no idea. Like, okay, Sandra Bullock gravity. Hated yeah. it. Uh-huh. Yeah. Hated that's... it. Well, that's because it's just not very good. Yeah. But, but like, the tension, like, the, the 2001 Space Odyssey, I haven't watched it. Watched it. I've seen scenes from and, mm-hmm. and heard a lot of people talking about it. And I'm like, I don't think I would enjoy that movie, it's which is weird. probably why I haven't watched it. Um, it's good, but it's weird. Yeah. But... 
Yeah, just the space tension. <laughs> space tension. <laughs> tension in space. Yeah. Uh, so would you recommend this one? Absolutely. Uh, it, Absolutely. It's not a horror movie, but yeah, this one's a really, really good watch. I, like we just watched it again, and I forgot what a good watch, watch it was. It's oh, just God. really entertaining. Um, it's a little long, but like it doesn't feel like it's a little long. It's, yeah. it's over two hours, but it doesn't super feel like that. No. You know. Um, There's because... something happening. Like they they. They only show what they have to. Yeah, it's a they do a good job of like, all right, so we're getting a little bored with Matt Damon on Mars. Show what's happening over here. Yeah, and so you're kind of seeing it, what NASA's doing, what he's doing. Uh, eventually, we even what get... NASA's telling the public versus what yes. NASA's saying behind closed doors. Uh, so to get into the movie, the basic idea is, uh, what's his, the character's name? It's um, Watney. Watney. Mark Watney. Mm-hmm. Um, space he's pirate. The space botanist. <laughs> Uh, it, it, we don't know that he's a botanist, right? Okay, he, the, that's our big eventually reveal. Comes out, eventually comventually comes out that he's a botanist, but yeah. he's there. I guess he's studying the soil of Mars. On the like, this is their first mission to Mars, right? I don't know. They have they have a little lab, and they have like, and they're setting up for because this is like Ares. Because yeah, Ares because yes. they never got a war. It's and Mars. Ares and two three. 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 It's three because he's four trying is to gonna get be to the it. one right. is going to be the one that's coming next. Mm-hmm. So they're on Mars and there's a big storm coming and they're like, hey, if we don't leave now, there's a good chance that our ship will tip over. And if it does, we we're are stuck. Fucked. We're yeah. gone. Like we're just we, there's nowhere to go. Yeah. Um. So they all run out in the storm to get into the ship. Mm-hmm. Uh, the storm's really bad. Mark gets hit by some debris. Yeah. And his life signs get cut off. So everybody's like, "Oh, we just gotta, have, we have to leave, we have to leave they now." They did, they did look for him. Yeah, they did look and for him. And the captain stayed out there. You know, that's she. She's calling the shot. She's the captain. Mark didn't want to go. He's like, "Let's just stay. Let's mm-hmm. just ride it out." And she's like, "Uh, no, let's go. Let's wrap it up." So they assume and, he's dead. Yeah, get on the ship, take off. And she felt really bad because, yeah. like, he didn't want to go, mm-hmm. and he's the one that got demolished by what looks to be a <laughs> TV satellite. <laughs> yeah. And uh, NASA goes on and says like, hey, it's unfortunate, but you know, only four of the astronauts are four, four of the astronauts are coming back. Uh, Mark, Mark Watney, Watney is dead. Is, is dead. And the way that he says it is just very flat. Like Mark Watney is dead. Yeah. And, and uh, I'm like, they, they would do something more poetic. I just saw that TikTok about the, Oh yeah. If, uh, if Neil Armstrong and Buzz Aldrin never came back, back, yeah, if they were stuck on the moon, you know, they it was very poetic. I think it's called the Sapphire Memo or something. Like they uh, had they it written it, in yeah. in the event that that happened, and Nixon was supposed to read it if it happened. Mm. And just the fact that that document exists is just so like, oh crap! You know, we think about space travel, we think about um, landing on the moon. We did that all the way back in 1969, you know, that kind of thing. But it was really freaking dangerous. And so now conceptualizing space travel to Mars, like this movie does a great job of like, yes, it's science fiction, but it is also based in in a lot of realism and -hmm. like what it will probably look like once we get there. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So, um yeah, the this movie, I, I I would do a couple of passes on that monologue, <laughs> for sure. And that sounds like a first draft. Mark Watney is dead. <laughs> Mark Watney is dead. dead. And they have a service for him um, that is in Arlington National Cemetery. Mm-hmm. 
which if you've never been, I highly suggest you go. It's in Washington, D.C., or like right outside of, it's like in Arlington, because that's Arlington National Cemetery. And they have uh, monuments for all of the the space travel. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the, uh, what was it, Columbia and Challenger and and those crews. Uh, Which one was the one, one of the very early ones that blew up on the launch pad? Uh, What was it? Oh, I don't I can't remember. I'm. I know. I what, myself. There was one, there was a set that predated Apollo, right? It was. Um, anyway, Maybe? I can't remember. Yeah, I'm Apollo kicking, One. Kicking they have myself. a. They have they have a monument to Apollo One astronauts that never actually got into space. They were. Mm-hmm. They died in a tragic <clears throat> training ac- uh, training. That may be the session. one I'm thinking about then. Yeah. Um, uh, and anyway. that was that was Apollo One. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, they they announced that, but Mark's actually alive. Yes. Uh, so what had happened is he gets stabbed by a piece of metal that's attached to the satellite dish thing that hit him. Oh God, um, that's the worst and thing. The the piece of metal pierces him, but he's like, yeah, luckily, between the metal and my blood, it created a a, a suction. A suction. So it kept, you know, so it kept up the kept it closed, so I wouldn't suffocate out there. Uh, so he makes it back in. He has to cut the, the I'm wire. Sorry. Yeah. There's a cord attached to the the TV satellite. And so he gets up and he starts to walk and it's like, and he's like, oh, so he has to take out his little knife with his little space gloves. Mm-hmm. And it's everything's more difficult if you've never like imagine, you know, a catcher's mitt and you have to do stuff with it. And so he cuts it off and then gets inside and bandages himself up and then starts recording because he has the presence of mind of like, hey. This this wasn't supposed to happen. Yeah. <laughs> I woke up on Mars by myself. Like I'm the only person, the only human on this planet. This is this, this doesn't happen every day. So he starts recording. He starts counting and taking inventory of all the food and he's like, "Okay. So if they send a rocket right now, it's mm-hmm. going to take 5 years for it to get to me. I only have enough food for a little over a year." So I need to figure something out. Mm-hmm. Luckily, I'm a botanist, and he brings it out. And so he thinks about, like, oh, they had they were supposed to spend Thanksgiving there. So he goes and looks in this Thanksgiving thing. They have potatoes, mm-hmm. right? So he's like, okay, I can grow some fucking potatoes. Because he's a botanist. Because he's a botanist. But nothing grows on the soil, mm-hmm. right? Because there's, there's no nutrients in there's the no soil. There's no nutrients. Yeah. It's, but it's red dirt. he luckily has a huge supply of nutrients. It's yeah, it's the waste from the astronauts. That's all vacuum sealed. It's all vacuum sealed. I, I, if Mar, if NASA does that, that's uh, the worst freeze dried yeah. meal ever. But anyway, so he rehydrates it with with you know water. With a little bit of water. He's also <clears> using <throat> um, fuel to produce water. Yes, he's, he's he's producing. He has to produce enough water too because he doesn't have enough to um, drink and yeah. to also um, water his crops. So he's there, and he can't really get a message out yet, but somebody back at NASA is looking at the the map of Mars that they have. They're looking at the satellite images. And at first, the director of NASA is like, no, because the second we zoom in, we're mm-hmm. going to see Mark Watney's dead body, and then, like, the space, NASA's done. NASA's mm-hmm. over. Like, nobody's going to want to see that. And they're like, no, you play on the sympathy. You get more funding so that we can go back and retrieve his body and bring it home for a burial. And so he's like, fine, whatever. So they get the coordinates. They mm-hmm. zoom in and they notice that the little rover has, has moved. been moving. Yeah. 
and they're like, like what? Uh, but they decide not to tell the crew yeah. who are on their way home to to Earth. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, what what is it? He th- thinks, oh, I can get a message back by using the Pathfinder probe. Yes, um, but that's so- all the way over at the Ares Three landing site because they went ahead and and preloaded mm-hmm. like all the the stuff, like the the Hab, I think is what they call it, uh-huh. HAB. Um, the little the habitat, yeah, that yeah. they live in. Sure, it's like a, a lab too. Mm-hmm. So it's the habitat laboratory, mm-hmm. and uh, they put all of the materials down and sent that without the manned mission. Mm-hmm. So just to prepare for Ares three. So that's already landed. Um, but then the Pathfinder was sent. That's an actual thing that mm-hmm. exists on the surface of Mars yeah. from 1997. So he goes and digs that out. And they're, like, watching him go. And he's trying to get to a communicator at the Ares 3 or Ares 4 landing site. And they're like, okay, I think what he's trying to do is this. He has to dig out, like, uranium from the ground Mm -hmm. uh, and then wrap it up so it doesn't, like, instantly kill him. Mm -hmm. And, like, that's what he uses for heat (laughs) in the car. It's just, like, the his little... um, what is it? HOV buddy. Mm-hmm. You know, he sticks it in the in the back seat, and it's like, yeah, seat belts it in. Seat belts it in because you you don't want like if you're gonna crash a rover, you don't want pl- plutonium and uranium just like crashing mm-hmm. through. Um, the I windshield. do like uh, one of the things here is they use uh, the music is they use like seventies music, and the yes. reason is because the commander is obsessed with seventies music. Yes, and so it feels very natural that all the music is like this because he's like, "This is all the music I have right now." Yeah, and I hate it, but I'm still jamming out to it. <laughs> and he keeps like recording, and he's like, "The least disco song <laughs> that is in her gra- because they all have personal bins. They could take mm-hmm. one bin of personal items, and this is also how he starts fire because mm-hmm. everything is fire retardant." Because fire in space equals bad news mm. bears. So he's like, what am I going to use to start a fire to burn the fuel, to get condensation, to get the water? And somebody brought a crucifix mm-hmm. in their personal. And he's like, well, sorry, Jesus. But given the circumstances, I think you'd be chill with this. And like shaves it down to get like little sawdust bits that he can light now. Um, so anyway. I love the, the, the touch of the personal items, mm-hmm. the personal bin. And then he... Doing all that, he's able to grow some potatoes. Yes, he grows starts, starts shit potatoes. He's food. Shit um, uh, taters. Using the Pathfinder, he can contact Mar or uh, Earth. Yes, and, and it's really cool because NASA and JPL aren't one. Mm-hmm. Like, JPL is a, a private organization that works very closely with NASA. Like, mm-hmm. for the real. Like, that's Jeff not... Propulsion Lab, by the way. Yes. Yeah. JPL. Well, yeah, I know. I'm just J- JPL. In case they didn't know, I know oh, you know. Okay. Okay. I was like, the seven people listening to this might not know that <laughs> JPL stands for. JPL I I that. know for a fact that one of the people listening to this actually does know okay. because they know texted that. me about the Artemis Two crew being mm-hmm. announced this morning. Um. So, <clears throat> anywho. He gets the Pathfinder and it can take pictures. And so he sets up like, it's like a wily coyote, like yes, no, maybe mm-hmm. like kind of signs. And he writes a question and yes or no. And so they go from that and they figure out a way to get communicating like on a, a ASCII uh, 
uh, communication, like I, I ASCII forget, too. ASCII, ASCII, yeah, ASCII. something like that. Yeah. Um, where they can like use a three hundred and sixty degree rotation yes. to uh, translate. And then they they go from that to like typing on a computer. Yeah, they they're able to use that to send a patch up to Pathfinder after you can power Pathfinder again. Yeah. So that he can type into the rover's computer. Yeah. That'll translate or that'll send a message to Pathfinder. That'll send a message back to Earth, and then Earth can send a message back to. And his question yeah. was his first question was, what did the crew say? When they found out I was alive. And they're like, yeah, we haven't told him yet. And he's like, what the fuck? Yeah. Like, that's he's fucking like, shitty. I get it, but this sucks. No, he doesn't get it at first. Like, he, he has a well, full-blown... He eventually does say, like, he's like, I understand that they didn't blah, 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 yeah. but, like, this is shitty. Yeah. And so, <laughs> at one point, they're like, you know, watch your language. This is being broadcast all over the world. And he's like, oh, yeah? Oh, is it? And then he just beep 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 beep. It doesn't even show what he says, and I really want to know what he says. I wonder if it says it in the book. But our guest speaker that's in the room refuses to speak. Mm-hmm. That was him. <clears throat> I don't know if you heard that. Mm-hmm. Anyway, hold um, on. Does it say? It just uh, shows them apologizing to the president over the phone. Nah. It just shows them apologizing to the president over the phone for the salty language. Uh, I want to so- know what he says. So, they're trying to figure out, uh, while this is happening, uh, Benedict Wong is running um, one of the groups. Not at GPL, though, right? But yeah. He is, he, is it GPL? Is, I okay. think he's, he's part of the original. No. No, no, no. He's working with NASA. That's what it was. Yeah. And he's, he's, his, his job is to design the next rocket to go up. Or yeah. his t- he's the head of the team that's going to design the next rocket. And, and the director of and NASA like, is like, hey. okay, I need it in 11 days. He goes, mm, I can get it in 17. And he's like cool make it 11 and he's like i can't do that uh but his whole job is like hey we're gonna have to this is what has to happen we're gonna have to rush and so they're they're like okay if we get a supply ship sent off it can be there in four years the amount of food he's growing we we estimate that you know that gives us about a 14 day window 14 days 14 day window two weeks of of getting the food there and the director's like i do not like that window that's too small you know i can't have him starving to death while waiting on this damn thing. So they're like trying to cut back as much time as they can. So they forego any kind of inspection. No, the normal inspections that they would do. They've cut back on those a lot. And I so. mean, NASA, there is redundancy in, mm-hmm. in their in their checks. And so, for good reason. Because uh, oh, when absolutely. Goes, Fucking one thing goes wrong, everything yeah. goes wrong. Um, but this is, this is a supply run. Mm-hmm. And so they're like, it's not manned. It's a supply run. And they're like, no, it's not manned. But it is dependent like a, a life is dependent upon this supply run, mm-hmm. so like don't fuck it up, and they they go back and forth, but it ends up blowing up on the launch. Mm-hmm. Like they start, che- it gets off the launch pad. They, they start, start cheering, cheering too early, and then they're like, to "Uh, shimmy. it starts to. Sh- I have a shake. I have a vibration. I'm picking up vibration, and then like it explodes, and they're like, "What? What the fuck just happened?" And I'm like, "You you jinxed it, bitches. Mm-hmm. You jinxed it. Don't jinx." Takeoffs, don't do that. But luckily, China has their space, space administration has a secret booster rocket that they've been de- developing, but they don't want to tell anybody. Mm-hmm. So they can, they're like, okay, well, hey NASA, we have this thing, and you can use it, I guess. Um, and our silent guest speaker did tell us that he 
doesn't remember China being like the savior in the book as much as they are in the movie. So question mark? Because yeah. we neither of us have read the book. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that might be a difference. Yes. Uh, the, the, also, around the same time, we meet uh, Childish Gambino. Yeah. Uh, Donald Glover uh, shows up as freaking love this, that like, dude. Uh, kind of insane mathematician, right? He's one of those like weird geniuses where he's like sleeping in his lab, and they wake him up, and he starts drinking cold coffee, and then spits it everywhere. And, no, like, he spits it into a garbage can that is like not lined. Um, yeah, or, yeah, it's, it's a, <laughs> it's, a <laughs> it's a paper waste basket. Yeah, that, it's it's like a cage. Yeah. And so it's all over the floor, and then he like slips on it, (laughs) which is not actually in the script. Like that actually happened, and they're like, "Dude, you okay?" And he's like, "Yep, I'm good. Let's go." You know what it makes me think of? Uh, If you've watched Donald Glover and Community a lot, there's parts where he is pretending to be Abed. He kind of is doing that. Yes, it's kind of him pretending to be Abed. Joy and Abed in space. Um. So his plan is like, "Hey, um, I've did the math on it, and what if the Aries three uh, picks up the supply from the the instead the of landing, they go ship. around uh-huh, and go get slingshot around Earth. Yeah, so it won't cost you know more fuel. Um, you can slingshot around Earth, get back to Mars. You can't stop on Mars, so Mark will have to leave the atmosphere. Yeah, get picked up and then come back home. And It'll... the lucky thing is, is that the Ares Four site actually has a mm-hmm. a shuttle to get get back outside of the orbit but it's too heavy yeah because so it, it's, it's low orbit and they need mm-hmm. high orbit and so they're like oh just if you take off all of this <laughs> take out the windows he's like what <laughs> take out the control panel well how am i supposed to fly it you're not you're not just uh, launch <laughs> and then get up there Take out all of the seats except for the one you're sitting in. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, take off the take off the nose. The nose. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Replace it with a piece of plastic. Mm-hmm. Good uh, luck. Like a, a sheet of plastic. And he's like, "You want me to exit <laughs> the gravitational pool of Mars in a convertible? Like, mm-hmm. fuck you!" Um, but that's that's what happens. Um, and by this time, he has by this time he has taken to eating potatoes dipped in Vicodin uh, yeah. because he has run out of ketchup. Mm-hmm. And at one point he goes back into the, the hab mm-hmm. and it's not meant to oh, last. Did this we long. even mention the hab exploding? No, that's what yeah. I'm about to, yeah. to say. Um, it, it wasn't meant to last this long. And I think I remember our silent guest speaker. Mm-hmm. Um, mentioning the first time we watched this that in the book it actually goes into the per like it goes back in time Mm -hmm. for when the person who just had a really shit day like got broken up with divorce whatever and or somebody died and they're just having a really shit day and they go over a stitch or something to Mm -hmm. make it weaker and they're not supposed to do that but they do that because they were having a shit day Mm -hmm. and that's why the decompression chamber explodes, which kills all of his crops. Mm-hmm. So it it's just, it's a nice little reminder of like, everything is connected. Everything has consequences. You mm-hmm. just, you, you might not know what the consequences are for your actions, but understand that your, your, your actions have consequences. Hopefully. 
<laughs> I never kill somebody on Mars. Um, that is my goal. My life's goal is not to kill somebody on the face of wow, another planet. Wow, we have completely different goals sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I want to kill everybody on another planet. Um, so anyway, it blows up. His crops freeze in a matter of seconds because I don't know if you know this, but Mars gets fucking cold. Mm -hmm. It gets fucking hot and it gets fucking cold. Like it is the extreme of the extreme. Mm -hmm. So not having much of an atmosphere. Yeah. Do that. Yeah. yeah. Um, so everything's frozen. He loses that crop. He loses the fuel. The, the potatoes that are in the in the soil are still used. They're still edible. Yeah. But the he crop, can't grow the, anymore. The, yeah, you can't grow anymore. Yeah. And they're like, okay, we figured out if you. Cut down to a third of your nutritional intake, um, then you'll be able to make it until we can get that supply thing there. The supply thing blows up, and he's like, okay, well, let's figure out something else. Yeah. And that's when they come up with a plan to launch them into space. Yeah. Um, In a convertible. And so they they leave it up to the Ares crew, like, hey, are you willing to do this? Because they know at this point that he's stuck back there and they're like of course we have to we left him behind this you know that was kind of a shit thing for us to do let's let's make up for it but that adds an extra year plus mm -hmm. to their their families are sitting there waiting for them to come home and some like one of the guys has lots of young kids like mm -hmm. he he says my my boy just turned three yesterday or whatever mm -hmm. at, at the beginning of the movie and so like he's gonna miss out on an entire year of his kids life mm -hmm. to go back and get mark and it might not work and they you know that he right. might die on the way and anything but, could happen yeah if everything goes perfectly sure there's a there's a a chance of saving him mm -hmm. but things don't go perfectly yeah like if everything goes right anytime somebody says that and they say that a lot in this fucking movie <laughs> anytime somebody says that just it's you want to slap suspicious as bailey sarian would say Anyway, um, so the big, big moment, right? He passes out from all of the G-forces mm -hmm. and everybody is now clued in on like this is happening. They're listening in China. They're, they have it on, you know, Times Square. Um, they, they go and they, they try to get them, but they are not like the math isn't mathing mm -hmm. and she's like okay what if we do this bloop 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 and they they do thrusters mm -hmm. and use they're like okay we only need 20 percent to re-enter earth so you can use up to 80 percent she's like i only need 75 percent i don't know if any of that math is correct but yeah. i'm sure neil degrasse tyson can clue us in on on the accuracy um but anyway so they're like okay they're very delicately trying to to do this and and they have to blow up part of their ship yeah they have to like uh... <laughs> they ask the chemist can you make a bomb yep <laughs> and, and i'm like oh i love God. his answer of like of like of course i'm the I'm chemist. chemist like the fuck i made a bomb while we were talking i just for fun you know he didn't say that but yeah it's definitely what i can would... you make a bomb you mean like this one <laughs> 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 um so they have to in order to slow down because mm -hmm. they get on the right trajectory, but they're coming in too, too hot. Mm -hmm. And so they have to slow down. And so she's like, if we open and like de de stabilize the air in this compartment, this compartment, this compartment, it, it can slow us down enough. And then they slow down too much, I guess. And so she goes out on the little umbilical cord tether mm -hmm. 
um, in her little space. And she's still not close enough. See, and it's still not close enough. So Mark decides, hey, can I do this Iron Man maneuver? And they're like, what? And he's like, I'm going to pierce a hole in my glove. Yes. And use the escaping air to propel myself. And um, he does. it goes about as well as you would imagine piercing a glove in space Yeah. in order to propel yourself. It doesn't go There's great. no control. Yeah. It's not like Iron Man at all. And our silent guest said um, that... That part was not in the book. No. And that it was stupid. Yeah. Um, but he doesn't remember exactly, or at least he didn't share exactly what happened to get him the rest of the way to the captain. But he ends up running into her. They end up spinning around like multiple times. This yeah. is the first human contact he has had. In, in years. A year or something. In, in, a year and a half or something. Yeah. Like crazy amount of time being alone. I thought the pandemic was bad. This is terrible. Like there's no other humans. You can't even. Uh, anyway. So. I kind of miss the pandemic sometimes. I anyway. Know you do. And you're not even the one that got COVID twice in one <laughs> year. Um, but. Long story short, he comes back on board. Everybody's talking about how he he stinks to high heaven because he hasn't had a shower in like in a, a year, year and a half. Yeah. So he did have a shower that first night, but then he's like, "Oh, I need yeah, to ma- save my water." Yeah, maybe I shouldn't do that. Um, smart, smart move, Matt Damon. But he spends over five hundred souls alone. Like, yeah, that's and a soul is a trip around the sun. Um, no, because Mars has what? A soul is a day. Well, right, but Mars has a... It's a standard Earth day? A soul, depending on what planet you're right, on. Right, right, that's what I'm saying. Is but you said a trip around the sun, which is or, a sorry, year. Not, yeah, not around the sun. Uh, a rotation. A rotation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 500-something um, souls, because Mars has a different rotation than Earth. It's not exactly their the same. Their days are like a little bit longer than ours, yeah. and there's more days to their year right. to make it around. But yeah, that's that's a lot of days. Yeah, and you know, but he makes it home. And then it shows, like, five years later, he's teaching. He's a professor. He's a professor at NASA being like, hey, um, uh, don't, don't. Don't die. Don't do this. Don't. don't. <laughs> he's like, um, if you do everything right, there's still a pretty good chance you're going to die up there. So um, don't do, do that. You have to be able to improvise and, you know, whatever. Yeah. And he's like, yes, I did grow potatoes out of my own shit. That's the last yes. we're going to talk about. <laughs> it's as gross as it sounds, and I'm not going to talk about it anymore. Um, but there, it is this cute little moment because when he first starts growing the crops, he doesn't know if it's going to work and Mm -hmm. he's, he's doing everything he can to get it to work. And then all of a sudden he sees a sprout and he Mm -hmm. goes, Hey there. And like touches it and is like, Oh my God, it's, it's it's a Mars plant. And so when he gets back to earth, he looks down at his feet, by the way, there's a, a, a group of joggers Mm -hmm. jogging by and like they're, at West Point or something. They're and cadets so, in, at NASA, yeah. There you go. And so they, they salute him, and sir, 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 sir. And I was like, he sat on that bench specifically, so they would have to <laughs> salute him. And, like, I would totally do that as well. Um, but, yeah, during that moment, he looks down, sees a little plant, and is like, hey there. And it's just really cute because he's a botanist. Yeah. And, like, botanists don't really get their space plant adventure nerds. story. Yeah, they're 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 plant nerds. But they're super important, right? Mm-hmm. But his college sent him an email. His college sent him an email. His college sent him an email while he was there um and said 
that the first person to grow crops mm-hmm. in a new land is has then colonized that yeah. land. So, so he's like, Mars. I colonize Mars. Take that. Uh, he, he, who, who did oh, he say? Uh, Armstrong. Take, Take that, that Neil, Neil Armstrong. Armstrong. Yeah. yeah, it was really cute. Um, and then at the end where he's like, he's okay, I have to, to pack everything yeah. up and go. And technically I'm stealing because it's not like when I leave this planet, mm-hmm. I'm taking a ship that was never mine to begin with. Yep. So I'm stealing, but this is international waters. Like so this is considered. So I'm I'm a space pirate. A space pirate. <sighs> and so like those were the two cutest things yeah. that I think. Well, that's the Martian. What did you think of the Martian? I freaking loved it. It's, it's amazing. I really I really want to to read the book. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah. Yeah, this is a really fun movie. Like I said, the music. I think really... this is this is my favorite Matt Damon role. Yeah, yeah, I could, yeah. That's probably probably my favorite. He got movie. really skinny there and really scary. See, was I wondering if that was actually him or if that was a body double? It might be his, a like, body really double. Skinny portions because yeah. that, that didn't seem like him, you know. Yeah. Um, but I mean, he's not like the Christian Bale type where he's gonna like method. Yeah, and, yeah. Starve himself into because it's not healthy. If you've ever seen the Machinist, Christian Bale is scary skinny. Yeah, and he, he his diet was one can of tuna and one apple per day. Per day, and one. not a big apple, not yeah, like no. a honey crisp size of your head apple. Yeah. It's like a little tiny red delicious apple, and yeah. I'm like, ew, that's like the worst type of and apple. And a can of tuna with nothing. Nothing. No mayonnaise. Mm-hmm. No seasoning. Just anyway. Um, Don't but yeah, do no, that. This, this movie's a really really good incredibly stacked cast i mean i don't know what to say we just went through the whole movie and I, i'm willing to watch it again like, yeah it's so much fun it is fun so did i have a good pick this month yeah yeah i enjoyed this one okay what are we doing next week uh well did, would you do a menu based uh, on potatoes yeah i mean of course potatoes. shit potatoes uh, well i don't think i would we I'd could leave do the chocolate. shit out leave the shit out but. you could you could do chocolate and then like put little like clusters of, of <laughs> cho- chocolate, peanut clusters, and potatoes. Ta-da! Like mixed together? Yes. And tang. They still make tang. Mm-hmm. They do still make tang. Yes. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Freeze-dried ice cream. Um. Okay, yeah. Ice cream, uh, astronaut ice cream. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's good. I, I, that sounds... I mean, the... It sounds kind of gross but you know, it works it fits it fits it's potatoes it's and theme. ketchup um potatoes and ketchup and vicodin right. if you have it no, i'm just kidding i'm just kidding extra vicodin um <laughs> all right then let's uh, rate this movie then yeah on a scale of one out of ten uh but what kind of scale do you want to use one to ten matt damon one to ten matt damon uh one to ten chip potatoes one to ten chip potatoes yep that's it potatoes. uh man this is a pretty strong movie i'm gonna go I think this is a nine. Nine shit potatoes. This is a pretty good movie. Um, yeah. What about you? Get out of my brain. Nine shit potatoes. Nine shit potatoes. Yeah. I, w- I, would, I would even venture, like, some days I might rank it a ten. You know? Yeah, Just depending on how I feel. The- but we are going back to the moon. Mm-hmm. The Artemis series. Mm-hmm. Artemis 1 did its thing. Mm-hmm. Artemis 2 is getting ready to launch. In set. September, is that right? I believe. Or is it earlier? I don't remember. But I do remember that they just announced, so the first woman Mm -hmm. is going to the moon. 
she's not landing on it. She's right. just, you know, whatever. And then uh, there are three other astronauts, the pilot and whatever. And mm-hmm. um, I, I believe she's the chemist. I don't know. Um, they all have their jobs, mm-hmm. which is great. And that has been announced. They showed what the Artemis suits are going to look like mm-hmm. when they do land. It's black. It's very slimming. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm super excited about it because it's going to put the first woman on the face of the moon. And the first person of color. And the uh, pers- first person of color. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, so check that out mm-hmm. for sure. If you don't if you're like, not following the Artemis project, you should you be. Need, you need yeah. to. Yeah. You don't have to follow it as closely as I do because I'm kind of a nerd. Um, I wouldn't say kind of. <laughs> thank you. I take that as a compliment. Um, but yeah, check out check out their suits. Check out the short list of, of astronauts that might be going to the moon. Yeah. Woot. Um, Artemis three is going to be the one where the they woman land. gets to step on the face of the moon. Yeah. So that's exciting. And the reason why we're going back to the moon, do you know why? Because it's awesome. Well, yes. Number one, intrinsically, you should always, if, <laughs> to go to the moon or not, always choose to go. Mm-hmm. Um, Unless you're that uh, Chinese guy who thought he could, um, uh, the ancient story of like, he was like, oh, I'm going to get a piece of metal and put a bunch of firework or fireworks under it and it's going to launch me to the moon. Don't do it that way. Yeah. That would hurt. I forget the guy's name. I got it's an, like an ancient story. Anyway, the reason why we're going back to the moon is so we can set up a base mm-hmm. on the moon so that we can get to Mars easier because it's easier to launch. You don't need as much fuel mm-hmm. if you're launching from the moon because there's no atmosphere, gravity, basically. Yeah. And then, yeah, so we are going back to the moon so that we can eventually get to Mars. And I just think that's so Stepping cool. stones. I'm so excited. And you just can't hide it. I am such a big nerd. But I, I have found my people yeah. to nerd out with. So it's, right. it's pretty cool. Well, if you enjoyed the episode, check us out on Twitter. At Murder She Don't One. Instagram and TikTok. At Murder She Don't. And join us next week when we're going to watch Hellraiser 2. No. Yes. No. Yes. <sighs> Why was there one you wanted to do? No. I figured Hellraiser 2 get back to... One of the franchises? No? Okay, what, I, do, what would you rather do? That's my least favorite franchise. I, that's fine. Let's get it over with. <laughs> There's like 10 of these, so we need to get crack at like some Like I of these. said, let's get it over with. Uh, Hellraiser 2 is, Stupid. Is, is, a, is actually a pretty good one, though. Um, or at least I thought so, but I like the first Hellraiser 2. Uh, or first Hellraiser as well. Yeah, I, I didn't as yeah. much. Um. But Hellraiser 3, when we get to that, has a guy who has CDs implanted in him. Cool. And he shoots CDs. And you know what a Cenobite name they, is? Are they, are they implanted if he gets to shoot them out? Like That's it. Like, you know how the Cenobites all have like these weird... Um, the vagina neck, yeah. Yeah, vagina neck or, you know, the chatterer with the, the teeth. Uh-huh. Uh, this one introduces a guy with a camera for a face. And Two or Three. Three. Um, but two. we're not watching three. We're no, watching two. Stop just, previewing I'm giving, three. I'm giving you something to get excited about for three. CD. But we're not watching three. Get me excited okay, about fine. two. We'll do two and then three. No. Huh? No? Okay. All right. Hellraiser two. Um, until then, uh, remember. My Damon. My Damon. <laughs> <laughs> hey there. Thank you.
Got you.